Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Back at New York's JFK Airport. This time, it's Rachel who's about to take off. In a few hours, she'll be flying to Paris. She's so excited to start a new life. She's going to settle in France and let luck guide her. At the same time, Rachel is nervous. She even forgets her boarding pass. Ross and Phoebe make a dramatic entrance at the airport. In a hurry, they are searching for Rachel. Ross goes as far as buying two tickets to any destination just to pass through security and find her. He's finally sure of what he wants. What he wants is Rachel and no one else. So he's willing to do anything to stop her from leaving and spend the rest of his life with her. Will Ross succeed in winning Rachel back? Unfortunately, in the 18th episode of the last season, he realizes 20 minutes before the departure time to Paris that he's at the wrong airport. Even the elements seem to be against him. You're listening to Love Me, Love Me Not. Rachel and Ross, episode four. It's over being stupid. A few months earlier, when Ross learns that he's going to be a father, He doesn't know how to react. He doesn't understand how this could happen when they use protection. He gets angry, blaming the manufacturer of the condom they used. He's so upset that he declares himself outraged as a consumer. Rachel runs away. She, who is expecting a baby, feels like she's dealing with a spoiled child who can't face the consequences of his actions. While Rachel is at her ultrasound appointment, Ross shows up unannounced, startling her. He needs to talk to her. He needs to apologize for losing his mind. And most importantly, he tells her that he wants to be by her side every step of the way. Ross goes even further. He believes they should get married now that a baby's on the way. Rachel doesn't see it that way. She retorts, do you think that's the solution to everything? For Ross, it's more like the right thing to do. Rachel disagrees, rather vehemently. She says that you have to be in love for that, and that's not the case. The conversation takes a different turn. Ross, visibly hurt, expresses his feelings about her ability to be a single mother, especially since she can't even eat alone at a restaurant. 
yet Ross is far from a paragon of maturity. He prefers to play up his legendary clumsiness and play the victim rather than introspect. The gynecologist arrives. Gradually, the anger subsides, leading to the discovery of the ultrasound. The two future parents are on the verge of tears. Rachel starts crying. She can't see the embryo. Ross reassures her, shows it to her, and their hands clasp. Rachel voices her thoughts aloud. Is this really our baby? Ross nods. Despite Rachel's pregnancy, their relationship doesn't stabilize. They continue to see other people, which amplifies their jealousy. Then, when they hire a babysitter, Ross refuses to keep him despite his qualifications. He feels threatened by the presence of another man beside Rachel, as always. On her part, Rachel seems under pressure. When she gives her number to a stranger, she immediately regrets it, fearing the reaction of the father of her child. Even though they are not a couple, Before we continue this episode, a short break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast wouldn't exist. Don't go away. We'll be back right after. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Months later, at Newark Airport, Rachel finally boards the plane. She's the last to board. More composed now, she sees herself at the foot of the Eiffel Tower. She settles into her seat, headed for a future full of promise. Meanwhile, Ross and Phoebe jump in a taxi and are speeding towards Newark Airport, an hour away. They will do whatever it takes for Ross to finally get what he wants. Unfortunately, he's not very confident. In the face of Phoebe's enthusiasm, he reluctantly tries to calm her down. They'll never make it in time. However, against Ross's wishes, Phoebe dials Rachel's mobile number and Rachel answers immediately. Ross doesn't want to take the call. Ever bold, Phoebe fabricates a lie to get Rachel to come off the plane. She tells her, feigning panic, I have a bad feeling. There's a problem with the left wing on the plane. Rachel, of course, doesn't take her seriously, but her left seat neighbor overhears the conversation and does. He alerts the rest of the passengers who all flee the plane in a panic. 
As the crew tries to reassure the passengers to reboard, Ross and Phoebe disembark just in time. Ross shouts, Rachel! Rachel Green! She doesn't hear him and heads back towards the plane. Ross faces another obstacle. The gate attendant won't let him through. But this time, confidence prevails. He insists as best he can. It's thanks to Phoebe's piercing scream that Rachel turns back. Now, it's Ross's turn. He's ready. He pulls Rachel towards him and begs her not to go. He continues, please stay with me. I'm so in love with you. Rachel is stunned beyond belief. She doesn't know what to say. Ross understands her astonishment and admits that yes, he waited too long. Tears in his eyes, he insists and repeats that he loves her, looking desperately emotional. His eyes convey his anguish at seeing her leave. Rachel has to board. She refuses to stay. She apologizes, takes a step back, and disappears down the boarding corridor. Ross is devastated. What will become of him without her? He cries in the arms of his friend Phoebe. Back at his place, Ross slumps into his couch and decides to distract himself by listening to his voicemail. In the silence of his apartment, Rachel's voice rings out. She confirms that she's just boarded the plane, that she feels very sad, and that she didn't want things to end up like this between them. She also shares with him her astonishment when he showed up to make his declaration, just as she was about to leave for the other side of the world. That's why she couldn't respond. That's why she couldn't tell him that she loved him too. And then she exclaims, I love you. I love you. I love you. What do I do? I love you. I have to see you. I have to get off this plane. And then the message stops. Ross no longer believes it, but the next second, a plot twist. Rachel is on his doorstep. It's real. She got off the plane. Both of them have tears in their eyes, overwhelmed by emotion. And then they kiss each other deeply and passionately. Rachel repeats to him how much she loves him. Ross replies with the same, adding that he won't let her go again. Rachel agrees. After all these years of hesitation and ups and downs, she doesn't want to ruin what they have anymore. She forgets then that their relationship has been nothing but passion, silent warfare, turmoil and reunions. She also turns a blind eye to the fact that Ross has never truly appreciated her, reproaching her for her career ambitions and escaping at every difficulty, only to return as a changed man with each realization. After years of on again, off again, no one believed in Ross and Rachel's story anymore. Yet, when Ross retorts, it's over being idiots. The two are finally in sync. Finally, their feelings aren't spoiled. Finally, Ross and Rachel are done playing games. But given a relationship where so few boundaries have been respected, it's hard to believe. As American couples therapist Laura Heck aptly puts it, their relationship, which has been nothing but breakups and reunions over 10 years, 
is a bit like continuously scratching a wound, knowing it will never do us any good. Thank you for listening to Love Me, Love Me Not, a Bababam production. This season was written by Anais Koopman, narrated by Deborah Reynolds and James Brack, and directed by Celia Brondeau. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave comments and stars on all listening platforms.